G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. This is Andrew McLennan. Let's turn our attention to men finding their purpose and finding the courage to follow their convictions. Former Australian champion boxer Gavin Top has become a champion of men, helping them to become better husbands, fathers and even friends. He won the Australian title was ranked 12th in the world. He's been inducted into the Queensland Boxing Hall of Fame. But these days, he's an author and a speaker. And he wrote the books A Rite of Passage for the Modern Man and Man Alive. Welcome, Gavin. Oh, Andrew, thank you for having me. This is amazing. Hi, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Tell us, what is burning in your heart right now? Obviously, you've transitioned out of your boxing career what is the thing that burns in your heart right now as a former professional fighter well really mate uh, you know one time i remember i felt like god spoke to me and and really i've only got one message <laughs> you know i believe the man is born with a purpose with a, there's a plan to every man's life and and really the thing that that's burning in me uh, you know, I'm all about making better men, better husbands, better fathers, better sons, better leaders. And, you know, I believe, we, you know, particularly this world, we don't need, as men, we don't need more rules. We don't need more regulations. We certainly don't need more labels. What we actually need is more men to have the courage to follow their heart, to go all in on the purpose that God's given them. So tell us about that journey, where how you've reached to this point, because obviously you're a professional fighter and you, you're retired. What did you do next when you retired from fighting professionally? Yeah, well, well I suppose, that, you know, just quickly, a, a part of my journey, I remember Christ coming to me many times. But I didn't know it was Christ you know, on my journey, but I remember him coming to me in the dressing rooms in Edmonton, uh, you know, in Canada, getting ready for a Commonwealth title fight. And, and man, I remember saying to God, listen, I don't know what's going on here, but my, your timing is way out. <laughs> but, you know, God saved me that night and he saved me through the fight and he spoke to my heart, you know. But, but it was a little while later, I, I suppose I walked in to my first church and, and to an Easter production I, and I realised I didn't even know what Easter was about. You know, so, so I remember that night God saying to me, son, I've got a plan for you, you know. So, so uh, you know, along my journey, like I say, you know, I, I actually made a, a comeback after I'd been retired because um, I wanted to help men. You know, I wanted to be an example of, of what a real man is. You know, I'm fortunate enough to have a wife that, you know, we've, we've been together since we were teenagers. I've got seven children, you know. I've got five daughters, and man, I know that every woman, every girl measures every other man to their father, so I want to be a great example to them. Let's go back to that dressing room experience, Gavin. So you're telling me you were a professional fighter getting ready for a professional fight. You weren't even a Christian, and you felt God really start to touch you in the dressing room before the fight. Well, 
I'm in this dressing room and I, and I, I got this chronic fatigue and it ran away. So we were, so we were rescheduled the fight and then when I got over to Canada, it started coming back. So by the time, 10 days before the fight, so by the time the fight come around that day, man, I couldn't even warm up. I couldn't even put my boots on. Like, and of course, you know, it's televised in 32 countries. There's 10,000 people waiting for me to fight. You can't say, I don't feel like it tonight. <laughs> I'm committed. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Christ come to me. I, thought, I, remember, I remember, you know, because I knew God was real. I just didn't know about Christ. Like, I've been looked after. I've been saved many times from, you know, from all sorts of stuff, you know. Had you, but had you had other Christians speak to you, Gav, about Jesus and about the gospel? Had you had any background in that, or God just turned up? Well, I, I actually had this mentor that was showing me these different rites of passages, particularly indigenous rites of passages, and he was a Christian. But I, I told him a couple of times, hey, listen, flip and pull up. <laughs> You're going too far. <laughs> I love you, mate. But, but, but some of the things you were saying, I, I kind of thought, hmm, I think you're right there, you know? And, and of course, yeah, he, he was. He was persistent with me. And, and I guess you were going through the same dilemma like a lot of professional athletes would. You would have had a lot of a, a big ego and a lot of pride in your life. And for you to admit back in those days you needed God was probably a challenge, was it? Well, at that point, I had everything that I thought I wanted. You know, I remember, you know, from five, I mean, that was, that was at the five-year mark because I actually got sober uh, through a treatment plan. God let me there, you know. God let me there and got sober. And this is what a bloke said to me. And one of my mentors, he goes, there's something in you that you can fulfill. There's a purpose. There's a mission. So in actual fact, I remember thinking and saying, I wanted to be a fighter, but I kept getting drunk. So I got sober. <laughs> and then five years into that, that's where I was over in Canada, you know, the Australian champion, the world at my feet. And, and I had three houses, I had new cars, I had everything. I was the champ. I had everything that, that I wanted. And man, I still wasn't happy. Yeah, I was restless, irritable, discontented. I was I was a pain in the backside. I was ego driven, you know. And but thank God the day came when you went into that church and obviously you received yeah. Jesus as your Lord and That's Savior. Right. That's right. So what happened and after you, that, Gav? Is that at that point were you still fighting or had you retired at that stage? I, I wasn't fighting, and then a little while after I made a comeback. A couple of years after, you know, I was training people. I was helping people. I had a boxing gym, and and I just thought, man, I've got to reach more men. So I thought if I could become a, you know, if I could could get back and go for a world title, because I never had a plan to do that. I just got a plan to basically um, be the Australian champion. Yeah. I did it, you know, and uh, that's when the fire went out in my belly. I I lost my vision, you know. Yeah. And and so, yeah, so a part of helping a lot of other men lit the fire again in me. Um, So, yeah, so that's that's what happened. I made a comeback, but but then I got ranked, like I said, to, to rank 12th in the world was amazing, you know, and, and give me other opportunities. But, but the biggest thing was, you know, I just loved helping men. And, and particularly what actually got me there was all these different initiations and validation processes that I kind of went through through studying these other writer passages. 
Yeah. And of course, when I when I when I retired and you know in two thousand seven had a gym and I just started helping so many men. That's when I started that boxing program that you did, mate. Fight like a pro. Yeah. And I did that for ten years, but over those ten years, it just really turned into a rite of passage program. You know, men turned up because they wanted to get fit or lose weight or they just wanted to test themselves. But as I started to, over the years, every time I go through a 10-week program, I would refine it and put more of the rite of passage into it. Yeah, and, and this is what I really want to dig down into now, Gav. So you, you had a boxing gym, you had an audience or a, a potential um, crowd of men in your local area that would get involved in that. But you've yeah. evolved that traditional business model of just a local, you know, business or outlet or gym or whatever organization people have, and you've now evolved that into an online, an online man alive experience. I love that. Tell us about that. Tell us about that evolution. How did that happen? Well, initially, and this is where a lot of men's, uh, I suppose, passion or um, purpose sometimes is realised through pain, through hardship, through disappointment, through being let down, ripped off. And I remember in 2017 just being so angry and just doing so much good work that men were committing suicide, you know? And I remember writing my first book, The Rite of Passage for the Modern Man, and and I I kind of got busy and I just sort of sat there. So in 2019, when I closed my gym out of frustration again, I needed to reach more men because men were reaching out to me from New Zealand, from WA, from from everywhere, all around Australia and and New Zealand. Um, So so I got that book out and I read it and I thought, this is brilliant. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I haven't looked at it for two years, you know. Yeah. And so we put it online. And then all of a sudden, the same things happened again. Gabe, people would read the, the little book and go, that's brilliant, Gabe. What's next? So what I did was that rite of passage that I was doing with men in person, I put it online, and then started the 10 weeks. So men started doing that, and the same thing happened. What's next? So then it turned into the Man Alive experience, a 12-month mentorship, where in the old days, it was that having that fight was that was the goal, was the purpose. Yeah. So that, but it was always about who does a man need to become to step through those ropes. Yeah. And, yep. and fight his heart out. You know, in front of a thousand people, eight hundred people at the local casino, and and, like, and not care about what anyone says, anyone thinks. He knows what he's there and what he's there for. You know what he's there prepared. Yeah, so, yeah. So now, yeah. So you managed to put all that online and just develop this twelve-month program where you basically yeah. take men through the same rites of passage and the same experience. And you are now—is it fourteen nations around the world? You're speaking to men's lives That's through this. Right. That's right. The USA and and for some reason the Canadians love me. Man, we're having so much success. Man, we enrolled a gentleman the other day, Tom. He he actually works at NASA. He's an engineer at NASA. We are reaching the world. We are changing men all around the world. It's so good. That's amazing, Gavin. God has been able to do. It's actually incredible what you're doing, Gavin. I, I love the emphasis on men. There's such a need for that in our modern society. I, I feel like men are, are sometimes neglected now. I'm all for empowering women as well, but I think sometimes yeah. that goes so far that 
men are actually neglected. Now, I want to repeat the names of your book so people can try and get a hold of your book. One's called A Rite of Passage for the Modern Man, and the other one is called Man Alive. And the way people can get access to your books is on your website, which is gavintop.com. And when they go to that website, which is the best website in the world, Gav, by far, gavintop.com forward slash man alive. And through that, they can access your books and your online mentorship program. That's correct. Gavin, it's been a real joy having you on the program today. We'll definitely have to hear from you again, but I just love the fire and the passion in your heart for men and for empowering men to be everything that God has called them to be. It's a real message for the hour, Gavin. Awesome, mate. Thanks for having me. We'd love to come back again. Bye for now. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.